up, y'all? It's your girl, Talia Elise, and I'm here with Girl Talk Sunday. I have some amazing guests to bring to you to my show. Um, I have my Diamond Rider sisters, of course, and um, we're going to talk about purpose, self-confidence, and can a woman have it all? So let's get right to it. I have some amazing guests, and my first guest is going to be none other than my beautiful cousin, Jazzy Cash. <laughs> Hi. Hey, cousin. How What's are you, Sophia? Good, good. I'm good. so happy to be here for Girl Talk Sunday. Yeah. I can't wait to get into this discussion. And, you know, let's see what our other diamond writers have to say, too. Yes, yes. And we also have the beautiful Mel V. She's also going to be a guest today. Hi, Mel. Hi, ladies. Hi. So good to see y'all. Thanks for inviting me on your show, Talia. I'm so yes. excited. We're about, we about to spill some tea. Right? we about to positivity. You understand? <laughs> positivity. <laughs> I love it. Yes. And also, we have Miss Queen Penn, the beautiful Natima Sheree. What's up, my diamonds? Hey, hey how are y'all? Happy Sunday. Yes. Listen, y'all lucky I left my mug downstairs because I'm ready to spill the tea. Positivity. Yes, yes. I'm so glad you guys are um, a part of my show. I'm a little nervous, so forgive me. <laughs> but um, let's just get right to it, right? Because it's uh, Girl Talk Sunday. Let's get to it. So if you guys could just tell people a little bit about yourself. We're going to start with Jazzy. Hey guys, so you guys know I'm Jazzy Cash. Um, I'm an owner of Cash Icons. We do branding and marketing for small businesses. We also do coaching for women entrepreneurs or go-getters or hustlers that love to shine. So I'm glad you guys are watching us today. We're going to be talking about self-confidence, something I love to talk about, self-care and sisterhood. And yes. you know, yeah. let's do it. <laughs> okay, Mel, let us know a little something about yourself. Hey y'all, I'm Mel V. I'm the owner and CEO of MVP Management. So it's a full service management company. We do artist and talent management and brand management and event management. And we just manage your life. We help you get your life together. That's right. So we, you're hustling, you're trying to get your hustle together. We'll help you get hustleified. Right? That part. We're going to get that together. But I'm so glad to be here. And thank you guys for tuning in because Talia about to kill it, y'all. Yes. Thank you. And we have last but least, the beautiful Natima Sherry. Hey, hey, thanks again, Kazo, for sharing your platform with us. I really appreciate it. But yes, I am Natima Sheree, formerly the book enthusiast, now known as the Queen Pen of the Diamond Riders and the owner of Transparent Gym Inc. You got a story to tell. We got the pages for you. So make sure that you link with us, link with all four of us. These diamonds yes. can get y'all straight. And thanks again for uh, bringing me on the show. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you guys are women who can have it all, right? So you guys are, if you guys are mothers, you guys are entrepreneurs, you guys are doing it all. So um, how do you manage all of that? Like, what are you guys being go-getters? How do you balance? How do you, what's your strategy for women who are looking, who think that they can't balance it all, but actually you can. Mm -hmm. For me, I like to set goals, like monthly goals for myself and really focus on each month, each goal that I have. And then for each month, I have like an overall goal where I want to see myself. And then I have like smaller goals, like my relationship and my, my health, you know, or just like my career, things that I want to do. So each of those categories have goals and then like 
smaller goals each week. And I just try to like make a to-do list for myself so that I'm holding myself accountable to do everything that I have to do every day. That's dope. Yeah. That's good. That's dope. She yeah. said such a key word, like accountability. Like, right. Right. That is the only way to have it all. Like, cause you know, we might be good at certain areas. Like we're good in business or we're good in relationships or, you know, we're good as moms. But if you're not holding yourself accountable to continue that consistency to be good in all those areas, no, you can't have it all. Cause something's gonna drop, right? And I had to learn it the hard way. Like I was doing really good in motherhood and was neglecting my relationship. And then I got really good in my relationship and then my business was being neglected. And so it wasn't until consistency in each area and holding myself accountable and accountability is like you need to rest today that's accountability for myself like taking those breaks and saying i want it all but i'm not going to get it all today so like like jazzy said set a goal you know what i'm saying set an attainable smart goal like get get after this check that off your box and then rest and then what also helped me to have it all and know that i had it all was celebrating the wins sometimes if they're not these big grand wins it's like oh i'm not doing well but it's like, no, like the small things add up and that stuff helps you mm-hmm. to get those bigger things done. So the accountability was definitely the winner for me, the consistency, and then celebrating my small victories and like feeling really good about, you know, being able to do those. That's that's yeah. how I'm, that's how I got it all. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. For me, I think the first thing was like figuring out, figuring out what is it, what is it that I'm trying to have? Mm-hmm. You know I'm People are like, I want to have it all, but what is your all? Mm. like really figuring out what is it i'm trying to have do i need all of this stuff like Mm. prioritizing you know really Mm -hmm. figuring out okay what is it that i need to do or i want to do right now and how to do that because sometimes we get so caught up in what social media says what we would say and we try to put all this stuff on our plate and say like we have to have that yeah and we got to do all that and i mean i look at someone like me like i don't have kids yet I want kids, but like a lot of people put pressure on me because of how old I am. And they're like, oh, you got to have kids. You got to have kids. Right. And I mean, yeah, I do want to have kids. And eventually I will have that. But then I really look at my life right now and I'm like, could I really handle that right now? Mm. And that's that's a point for me. Like, I want it all, but I don't feel like I have to have it all at the same time. Like, that's I have okay. a whole life that's and I can do everything that I want mm-hmm. to do in my life. And I don't feel the need to try to force it to be in one time or or stage in my life like Mm -hmm. you said one day i'll have kids and by that point i see that i won't have to juggle so much in my business i can have it more automated you know running on you know autopilot or something like that and then i could put more energy into kids and things Mm. like that but i don't like to overload myself i hate to be like overwhelmed Mm -hmm. so i definitely try to like do everything in moderation Mm, mm, that's yeah. good okay yeah, you can have it all but it's like you sometimes you don't need all that you're trying to have right right right, and right. so I, I thought you said like knowing what it is that you're trying to have and and putting it in a priorities are like you know jazzy was saying have a plan and really focus on what you're trying to do you can have it all but like you mm-hmm. know it doesn't all have to be today mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. add little bits it's like, it's like when you cook right. food you don't just dump all the ingredients in the pot at one time yeah. At this first, let that cook, and you add something else, and eventually the whole pot is done, and you have Come it all. Together. But yep. you come in and say, "Okay, I'm gonna just throw everything in the pot right now." And no, because you're. And it tastes terrible, right? And sometimes you know you yeah. put your seasonings and stuff in, and you're like, "Oh, I gotta come back and add some more." Right. right. You know, you're not supposed to cook the eggs first. You gotta cook the eggs last. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a white move, right there, Jazzy. Right. The good people know you cook the eggs last. Last. <laughs> 
Okay. Don't, don't put right. the toast in the toaster before you cook the, the bacon. Your toast right. gonna be cold. Right. right. But you know what? This generation, uh, it we're microwavable. We want everything fast. We want everything. We don't want to wait. Mm-hmm. We just like I want it now. And then sometimes it's like comparison yep. because it's like you've seen other people win and you're looking and you're just like. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want it all. Like, give it to me right. all. And ultimately, like, you can't handle it. So it's just yeah. like, you have to, like, pace yourself. That part. You can't. Yeah. Like, that part, Cuzzo. Most people want stuff that they can't even handle. It's like, yeah. what are you talking about? You want a damn uh, G-Wagon and you make a Hyundai budget. Like, your budget is for a right. Hyundai. Like, drive what you got. Like, right. And that, that is so, like, a mistake that I made growing up. Like, I thought the rules of life was go to college, graduate, get married, have a family, buy a house, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Now that I'm grown and in control of my own thoughts in life, I realized Mm -hmm. I never wanted any of that stuff and definitely Mm -hmm. not in the order that I got it in. Like I, I love my daughters. Don't get me wrong. My my babies Mm -hmm. are everything to me, but did I really want to be a mom that early? No. And I wasn't even as early as some of my friends. I was early, too early for me because there was so much I wanted to do before motherhood. So you absolutely right. Like you have to define the life that you want and then the work that it's going to require. Because that's another thing. People want a particular life and don't want to work for shit. Right. Okay. I don't know if this is, right. I don't know if this is a PG. Speak your truth. Speak your truth. But y'all know, like that, that really irritates me. Like people yeah. who desire all of these things, it is like, okay, you do realize the work ethic that comes with that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's why I respect Jazz and Mel so much because they're entrepreneurs and I be seeing posts at two or three in the morning. Because mm-hmm. when you run your own business, you are the business development. You are, right. you know what I'm saying? Your sales, your HR, your mm-hmm. inventory, you're all of those you're things. Everything. Your procurement, your distribution, you're you the admin. Mm-hmm. Everybody want to post, oh, I'm the boss and I'm the, the CEO of my business. Yeah, but you're everything mm-hmm. else too. And right. so, yeah, you may have been able to take your hat off as CEO for the day, mm-hmm. but guess what? It's some shit that you still got to do as the business development person and the sales mm-hmm. person. And mm-hmm. so a lot of us want these big businesses and these big brands, but we ain't trying to work for it. We don't want to do none of the work for it. Everybody wants to Right. Right. That's the thing I said. My thing is that everybody wants the prize, but not the process. Right. And you yes. got to respect the process because That's the process is necessary. It's necessary. Yeah. It's like what you were just saying earlier to me about the microwave thing. It's like the microwave is great, but everything can go. I'm not cooking my chicken in the microwave. Mm. Now I might heat it up after I cooked it later, but you can't cook. I mean, some people do, but you can't cook everything in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So I know people that live by the microwave. Like they, they cook rice in the microwave. They cook every, and I'm like, just because you can do it, doesn't mean that you're gonna get the best product out of it by doing it. And so, like you said, everybody wants this microwave quick. And I'm like, yeah, you could do it that way. You can, you can throw everything in the microwave, get it quick, fast, and hurry. But what are you actually gonna get after you do that? Are you gonna get some some illnesses? Probably not. I'm pretty sure you're not. I'm pretty sure you're not going to get what you thought you were going to get. Absolutely. My 13 year old said the other day, because she has a TikTok and like, you know, she's trying to understand all of this overnight fame on TikTok. Like some people post one TikTok and they go viral. And she's like, I don't want that kind of fame. And I was like, no. And she goes, no. She's like, because everybody wants their name and likes, but nobody want to earn the bulbs. And I was like, 
Come okay. on, Jersey, y'all. Like, come, come on, come on, baby Jim. Come right. on, baby Jim. Okay, like yes, but she's yeah. right. Like everybody keeps putting themselves out there to get that one hit that's gonna go viral because they think their life is over after that. Like they good, they ain't gotta work no more. Yeah. You gotta work to keep it. Yeah. You gotta yeah, work you to capitalize on it. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't Yeah, I don't. I don't necessarily like like Cardi B is not my role model. Like I'm like oh, but. I respect her hustle. Mm. Like I look at the fact that she used every one of her platforms the way you were supposed to use it. Mm. She was like, "Okay, I'm gonna." Get, she was, you know, strip club, whatever. She got her Instagram. She got her following. She mm-hmm. made her way to love and hip hop. She did her couple of seasons, and she was like, "Okay, on to the next." She used her platform for what she was yeah. supposed to use. But some people, so many people get so stuck, and like you said, they oh, I'm known now, so I've made it, mm-hmm. and that's where you got people that's been on love and hip hop for 47 seasons, and that's it. You ain't been nowhere else. Like That's you're true. not supposed to be here every season. Mm. It's a platform. Use it as a step from it, Get what you get and go right. to the level. And that's what I'm like. I talk about. I was like, I'm not. I never be like, oh my god, go ahead and be like Cardi B. But I respect the fact that she understood the process. Right. Like yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. This is not where I want to be, but I'm gonna use this mm-hmm. to get what I need, and then I'm out. Mm-hmm. Right. And she did that. And I'm like, people don't, everybody gets this like, oh, I'm known. People know my name or I got this fame. And they're like, oh, I've made it. And I'm like, so that's what you're going to do the rest of your life? So you just, you just going to be this person for the next 36 years. (laughs) We're not elevating. We're not going to add a clothing line. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. I think that's the mentality of a go-getter. They never stay. And they're always constantly evolving. They're always oh, thinking of different ways to to come up with something creative, keeping up with the times. Like as a mm-hmm. go-getter, you always got to be one transparent and two be able to transform whatever you're doing in the season that requires it. You know what I'm saying? So yes. I never understood. Like, when I worked for jobs, like people will stay in the same position for years, mm, and years, girl. and years. And I'm like. You have that experience. Put it on your resume. Get a higher paying job. Like, I'm not going to stay anywhere for too long. Like, stagnation is my biggest fear. Even if I was working for people, I'm like, oh, you paying me more? Oh, I'm gone. Like, I'm not. My goal is to keep leveling up. Not yes. So you think comfortable? You think comfortability kills the go getter? Like, from you having it all, being comfortable? Like, you should never. You should be in the way. Comfort, yeah. I have to, I like to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Like I don't like mm. to be comfortable. I don't like that yep. at all. Yep. I always want to be. I always strive for more. Like you said, mm-hmm. go get it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not just going to want more. I strive mm-hmm. and I and I go get it. When it's yep. coming to my, my opportunity, if I see opportunity, I'm going to take it. You know, yeah. like, mm-hmm. if it's lining up without without trying to do. Yeah. Right. And it's like, what's your comfort? What's your comfortability? Because for me. I'm not going to be comfortable until I'm making money while I'm sleeping. Right. Like when yeah. I'm asleep and my money's rolling in, mm-hmm. I might be comfortable. And even then it's going to be like, okay, well, how can I do this again? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, that comes to people get, people get comfortable. People get to a point where they have what they have something they've never had before. And they get so, so sedentary in, in that and comfortable in that, that they forget that like, remember there's a point that you didn't have this right so there, there can be you can there can be a point where you have something else that you didn't think you had but people get right you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's fine mm-hmm. you know i'm not gonna knock nobody's hustle but i mean that's fine if that's where you're at but then at the same token don't look at us 
and be mm-hmm. knocking us because you're like, oh, y'all ain't never sitting still. No, I'm not. Nope. I'm that not part. Talking. People always saying you never sit still. Why should I? Why right. should I? And there's a difference for me between comfortability and sustainability. Sustainability mm-hmm. says I know what works, so I'm going to keep doing this while I go after something else. So I'm going to sustain what I've built while I build something new. Because my mm-hmm. thing is this, I don't want to reinvent the wheel. I'm going to just throw rims on that bitch. I'm not trying to keep reinventing the wheel. I'm going to just, <laughs> right? if it works, I'm just going to put rims on it and like rebrand it and make it look like something better. Because like you said, sometimes it takes a lot to build. People think, oh, it's just because we make it look easy that it is. It's not. This thing is not easy building a business and growing a business and sustaining a business. But it's not even just like business. If you yourself as the business owner is not growing, your business is not growing. Mm. And people think all it takes is having a dope idea or a great product and I'm going to make it. Yeah, but if you, the business owner, is petty, childish, immature, don't want to grow, don't want to learn, don't want to evolve, don't want to, you know, be trans, you know, transparent, don't want to stretch, don't want to step out your comfort zone, your business is literally going to stay where it hit. So you may have been a hit, but that's where it's going to stay because Mm -hmm. it requires you to grow up. And we never Mm -hmm. want to talk about that work as a go-getter. Like true go-getters are constantly working on themselves. Jazzy is always doing coding. You know what I'm saying? Mel and I are always on the phone talking about self. Like we turn those mirrors in and and take an Mm -hmm. introspective view. Because I'm like, I know the level the diamonds are about to go to. Am I mentally ready for it? Mm -hmm. Am I spiritually ready for it? So that inner work has to happen before any growth happens. You have to grow first. And sometimes we get stuck and wonder why we're not elevating and not going. And it's like, it's not because you don't have the ability or potential. It's because you're not ready. Right. You're not ready. And it's like, sadly enough, like, you know, God is not going to give you the next step if you can't handle it. So it's like, you Mm -hmm. want, I want to go. I want. No, can you handle that? Like I deal with artists and stuff all the time. And I look Mm -hmm. at them sometimes, especially like, I mean, not going out there, but like a lot of my male musicians and male artists. And I'm like, Y'all so caught up in these these little round away groupie chicks that's just like regular basic. She makes forty thousand dollars a year. It's like if you can't get past that, how are you gonna send you on a you know fifty city tour overseas where you running into you know real boss women who mm-hmm. really got it, who 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 didn't pay for their body, who got real natural, okay. put it together snap. How you gonna deal with that? He can't mm-hmm. send you on that. Mm-hmm. You, you you can't even play your stuff right when a chick walk by with some leggings on. <laughs> How you gonna do? You know what I mean? So it's like we gotta understand that sometimes we are we stop ourselves from going to the next level. Mm-hmm. We stop ourselves from getting what mm-hmm. we're supposed to get because we haven't, like the team said, worked on ourselves and figured out what things we need to change to get us there. Because you know. As a receptionist, if I want to go from receptionist to an admin assistant to an executive, I can't do the same things. Now, yes, I got to take some of those skills with me, mm-hmm. but I got to learn some new stuff too. Mm-hmm. And we don't, we don't, we, we are not, we don't, we don't live in a society where people want to work or when stuff gets hard, we're like, all right, I'll do something else. Mm. And that applies in life across the board, work, mm-hmm. school, relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't want to put in the work. We want everything to be easy. We feel mm-hmm. like the world, oh, not say we, but people, they feel like stuff is old to them. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, this is hard. All right, I don't do this. It's too difficult. Mm-hmm. It's like, you got to 
push past that because nothing nothing is going to just be handed to you and if it is handed right. you might want to check the expiration date right right exactly so then that goes that that pretty much ties into the next topic self-confidence does that your self-confidence and purpose like does it mm. that's exactly being a go-getter do you have to know self do you not have to know purpose to continue to keep grinding to continue keep going do you you know like what is yeah, your absolutely. what did you guys view on that i feel when it comes to that growth and just like educating yourself when you do those what you thought you wanted may change so that's why i feel like it's so important to always like feed into yourself like educating yourself learning practicing your craft you know because when i first got started i was doing pr honestly i just fell into it because i was working with artists my boyfriend was a rapper and i was in school for business and i was like you know i can do this like I think I can do this, you know, but I wasn't confident enough to be like, oh, let me be your manager because I don't have a degree or anything. So mm. I wanted that, but I knew I still had things I needed to learn in order to get there. So now, 10 years later, now I am manager. Now I do have that degree and I want even more for myself. Now I'm saying I'm a coach. Now I'm saying I'm doing way more things than I just started off as a rep. Like, oh, I, I can be a rep. That's all that I really saw back then. I didn't know that I was going to go and be a podcast host and doing all these things back mm -hmm. then. So mm -hmm. it's all about putting yourself out there and continue to educate yourself. And, and then like once you're in that industry, you'll start to see people that you look up to. And, you know, it's just, mm -hmm. it's all about, it's all starts with yourself and believing that you can do something. And then once you accomplish that, you'll have another goal and something else that'll take you even higher. Mm -hmm. yeah. that's good that's i good. definitely agree and i mean with purpose like you being a go-getter you said does it tie together it does because it's like what are you going to get mm. you know you got to know your purpose and i mean i know for me there was a point where i was very clear on the fact that i wasn't living in my purpose mm. but i didn't know i was trying to figure it out it was like okay i knew all these things and i was doing this and i was doing that but I, it just still wasn't fulfilling and so people get this misconception that your purpose is what you're what you're most good at and that's not always the case mm -hmm. like just because you're good at something doesn't mm -hmm. mean that that's what your purpose is mm -hmm. and so they, i i remember um i was working at um this college in in manhattan because like my, i worked in education for years that's kind of like the team was talking about that stability um that's like, great. That's what I do because it's a consistent check. Great. But it's not my purpose. And I fell into that. It was like something that I started doing in college and then I just stayed there. And I was like, you know, been there for 10 years and elevated and been a director. I was like, all right, cool. Um, but I was miserable. Hmm. It's like, I hate this. Like, I don't, I, I'm like, I get up in the morning and I get me at work at nine o'clock. Like, eh, I'll be there at 1030. Like, I'm just dragging. Like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. And so I had all these other stuff, like I, I was doing wedding planning and, and party planning and, and stuff like this. And I was like doing catering and doing little bits and pieces everywhere. And I'm like, but it's still not it. It's mm. not it. Mm -hmm. And I remember reaching a point where I said, I literally said to God, I was like, okay, God, I got to figure this out. And I was like, okay, I'm giving myself until June. I'm going to quit my job. And like, I got to find another job. I'm moving out of New York. I'm leaving. I just got to figure this out. And I was coming to visit my mom in Florida for my birthday. And a week before I was supposed to leave, my job was doing um, layoffs. And they were offering packages for people that like wanted to opt out and was like taking, I was like, 
Mm. That was your open door. Right. I was like, I'll take a package. Oh. And I didn't know. And I, I took it, left. And everybody was like, why are you so calm? Like, you ain't got no job. And I was like, listen, I'm qualified enough that if I got to go get another job, I can go find one. I'm not mm-hmm. really stressed about it. But I was more about, because I'm about figuring my purpose out. And I, I literally was like, God, you got to help me figure this out. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I know my skills. I know these talents you give me. But I don't know how to put them together to formulate what it is. Came to Florida. Was here for a little bit. Um, and was not moving here. I was like, I am not moving to Florida. I was like, y'all got me messed up <laughs> came here ended up getting something and had to come down here for a little bit end of staying had some friends that moved ahead from new york that were doing music production and stuff and i kind of helped them do some stuff and one day they were like so we need like somebody to do our contracts and like do all of our paperwork and stuff They're like, can you help us out and i'm like i ain't doing that no sure mm-hmm. and i started doing that and then that went from that to them being like you want to be our booking agent and i was like okay I don't really, I miss, you know, some of the skills that I had used with dealing with vendors and stuff like that, I could utilize that, but I'd never done this. I've always had a passion for music and the arts and all of that. And so it went from that to booking agent to manager to now people are like, can you be my manager? Oh, and then I'm like, okay, but well, I'm gonna start using this background now and start putting on events. And I started doing back to school events and scholarships and things like that. And it just kind of, it, it, the way it took off on its own, it was like, okay i get it and i was fulfilled like mm-hmm. not, not over here making i wasn't making a ton of money i had you know like people said when you're busy you're doing stupid hours two three four five in the morning mm-hmm. i'm at gigs all the time but i was not tired right mm-hmm. like i would be out till three four in the morning gotta get up at eight and up like and i was fine and it was like okay and it was like at that point i was like i think i found my purpose mm-hmm. I feel like and it 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 did take, you know, it pulled in pieces mm-hmm. of everything I was doing elsewhere. It mm-hmm. pulled them in, but it was a way for me to tie them all in. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, did I know that this was what I was supposed to do? I didn't. I had no idea, but it was like, I knew that I had, the, I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled. I didn't feel like I was living in my purpose. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yeah, to be a go-getter, the first thing is you got to figure out your purpose. Yeah. You got to, because like, what are you chasing? Because you'll be chasing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be miserable investing time and money in something that's like this ain't really it. And now ten years from now, you didn't invested all this time and all this money. Now you start from scratch because right. you were running behind something that really wasn't your purpose. So mm-hmm. you got to mm-hmm. find that. And I mean, that's not always easy, right? It's not because it, it may not be what you want it to be. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. what you be like? Oh, I want to do this. It may not be that. Like you be like, oh, I want to be a chef. You may be a good cook. But that may not be your purpose. But that right. may be what you're supposed to do with your skill. Right. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we fight against it. Like we fight right. it doesn't look like what we feel or what we want. Right. That resistance. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on, talk. And it's, it's hard. Like it's it's because I I fought it because I was like, I don't do this. I'm not trying to manage people. Like I got to deal with these attitudes. Like it wasn't it, but it was like there was a bigger piece of it that was providing something that nothing else provided. Mm-hmm. And it was like I think even in that, even in that purpose pursuit there are still things that you're learning and you don't even realize it. Like right. literally in your subconscious, you're you're adopting thinking and processes and relationships mm-hmm. that are going to serve you when you do discover what your purpose is. Exactly. Because like you, I've been, I, and at first I felt like I had wasted 17 years in corporate America. But then when your perspective shifts, I'm like, I didn't waste nothing because mm-hmm. I know I have executive presence having to deal with 
you know, CEO and C-suite members. I know how to deal with HR matters. I know how to deal with finances. I learned all of that in that career. So now when I'm running my own business, all of that stuff just flows right over into what's for me. And so again, nothing's wasted. And I think it's about mentality. Like when we realize I'm going to use every experience to build who I'm supposed to be and walk in that purpose. Cause like Mel said, you're going to know when you've stepped into purpose, it's just this feeling of enlightenment, like nothing else matters. I can, I get lost in all time and space when I'm working for the diamonds, when I'm doing diamond writer stuff, I don't remember what time it is, what day of the week it is, what I was supposed to do. If there's a load of laundry in the thing, <laughs> left the baby in the tub. Cause I'll be so <laughs> locked in because yeah. I feel like myself when I'm doing that work. Mm -hmm. And then when I got to log into my nine to five, it's like, Oh God, because it's not that pull is it's not pulling the best out of me. Like my purpose does. Mm -hmm. It's literally just borrowing what I'm good at, but has nothing to do with purpose fulfillment. So exactly. yeah, that's good. That's definitely good. <laughs> so that plays, that goes into the next question, right? Sisterhood, does sisterhood play a part in being a go-getter self-confidence? and purpose like who's your tribe does it matter you know like so let's talk about that absolutely what's your definition on it what does it look like to y'all y'all <laughs> facts right y'all <laughs> <Yo. laughs> gang gang you get it for life gang, gang. <laughs> no um, it plays a huge part of it sorry go ahead jazzy i'm sorry i was just thinking like just Outside of sisterhood, just, um, you know, your friends, your support system, um, definitely sisterhood when you're a woman, I think it's good because we can relate on more levels than just regular, you know, friends or people who aren't in your direct, you know, doing what you do. I don't think it's always important to have to have sisters who are exactly like you. I'm very big on like diversity because like I said, like I'm always trying to learn and you know i may want to take a different direction so i love to just hear different people's outlook on things that's why i feel like sisterhood is good for just to kind of take you out of your thought process and you know be able to you know be there for someone else um as far as my tribe um i feel like i'm still trying to find that tribe even though i have you all i feel like that's great for my business side but i'm always trying to add different levels of there's layers to me you know mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. i try to i'm always that friend who are bringing other women together like mm -hmm. i have my friends and then i'm always helping them meet new friends and so i'm kind of like always looking to grow my tribe you know mm -hmm. like <laughs> you're good jazzy because i had i had a i had a moment where i was like no new friends <laughs> I done been burnt by so many different things. I was like, listen, the core I got, I don't need to add. I just, I'm good. But that that's good. That's a blessing. I I, I was in a season where I was just like, yep. nah, I'm good. Cause I've had like sisters or, or people who I thought was for me, not for me. And it, mm -hmm. it, it gave me a different look on sisterhood. It's, it actually took um, purpose, self-confidence, 
to help get me back into the gear of like, all right, every sister that I burnt you is not the same. Allow different people to come into your life. Like it's not, there's, and it's like, people always say like, some friends are there for a lifetime, a season or, you know, and I, I had to understand timing of friendships. And sometimes timing, they expire, you know, in a sense. So it's like, I had to relearn sisterhood. I had to understand the, what I had to pour into, and you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes mm -hmm. you just think like you don't have to do the work, but in sisterhood, you do have to do. The, you have to encourage. You have to uplift. You have to do check-ins. You have to mentally be there for your sister when you're exhausted. So I think mm -hmm. your tribe is like super, super important. And I feel like even when you're burnt, you can always again, like, start it over. Like sisterhood mm -hmm. should always be evolving and coming into self, and especially as you involve like you know, evolving yourself. Like sometimes you don't, you, you know, you just have to yeah. just start over. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. I feel like I may meet a girl and she may be a better friend for one of my friends. Like she's still, I'm cool with her, but I'm like, oh, I need to introduce you to her because I feel like you guys were like really click. You know, I love to connect people, you know, mm -hmm. and they're still all my sisters, you know, we're, mm -hmm. it's not necessarily we're all, I don't like to say friends and sisters because I feel like it's a difference for me. Like you can be my friend and then there's a difference when like, girl, you like my sister. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, mm -hmm. So my sisters, I like all my sisters to be sisters and some friends may not be in that sisterhood, but you know, they're not bad people, but they just mm -hmm. not a part of that sisterhood. For mm -hmm. Me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now it's, it's like sisterhood for me, or, you know, their tribe is really big. And I mean, I'm, as years go on, I'm learning. Um, and so I feel like sometimes we get caught in the fact that like, oh, we've been friends for so long. Mm. You Man. know what? Guess what? Not everybody that came with you is going to you. That's, come on. And it, it doesn't work. And I'm like, like, and sometimes you may circle back. Like maybe, maybe this, maybe where I'm at right now, you can't be a part of this segment and maybe later on you will come back but we get so caught up in holding on to stuff and sometimes those people that you're holding on to are really hindering you more than helping you because they don't really they don't have the same vision as you and, and not mm -hmm. saying they want what you want but like i have friends who like if they don't hear from me for like a couple of days are like oh you different mm. are you not i'm like ma'am i'm like you do not run a company right like right. I, got, I got stuff to do like i like it's not intentional. I'm not not calling you because I don't want. Sometimes I'll wake up and be like, "Oh, I gotta call so and so today," and by the time I spin around, it's two in the morning. Right. And I'm like, damn, I know I was supposed to call today, and it's not because I don't want to, but I get like Tim said, you get so caught up in what you're doing and what's happening that sometimes you just lose track of time. Right. Then I have those other friends that they don't hear from me a week. They'll be like, "Hey, I heard from you. You good? You all right? Mm -hmm. Everything all right with the business?" You straight like they understand they get mm -hmm. it there's not mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying or they'll text me and be like well i'm having an event on saturday i know you be booked but i'm gonna send you the information anyway in case mm -hmm. and then you get the other ones that's like well i ain't gonna invite you because you don't never come <laughs> that's what i mean by friends and sisters like, like, in that energy yeah you know, i gotta even move you from the friend category at that point because you mm -hmm. like you cool we don't got no beef like i still care about you i still want the best for you but you're not even my friend we can't even we not even on friendship level at that point because mm -hmm. even my my sisters are different like if you my sister like you need to be like i expect way more right of me like but as my friend 
if you call yourself my friend, I need you and you and you're aware of my life and what I'm doing. Like my stuff is all on social media. Y'all know that mm -hmm. I'm out. And I tell mm -hmm. them one time, like, if you want to see me so bad, you know where I'm at every Friday and Saturday. I'm at the same place every Friday. Every right. Saturday. Walking. Mm -hmm. Right. Pull up yeah. on me. Like, yeah. pull up if it's that crucial for you. Mm -hmm. Pull up because it's not me not coming to where you are. Like, you just at home watching TV. Mm -hmm. Right. So, if I got to choose which one, mm -hmm. but that's the thing. Like, I think social media has diluted, you know, the term friend. You know, mm -hmm. we call people friend who ain't had to earn nothing from us. They ain't have to earn our loyalty, our trust, our respect, nothing. We just, mm -hmm. we like the same shoe store. So we friends like, no. And, mm -hmm. and I think that's the biggest issue is most of my friendships, whether short-term or long-term have been tested and tried. Like this is somebody I can trust with my business. And when I say my business, meaning personal, you know what I'm saying? Intimate parts of what I may be going through. Um, there's someone like Mel said that if I don't hear from you in a few days, you're not, thinking the worst of me. You're not throwing out this, you know, subliminal shade, like, oh, you running your little business. That's why you can't call me. First of all, my business is big. Okay. Like that's yeah. number one. Your mentality is small. Those are not friends, but we keep those people around us because we feel like, oh, I've known her for 10 years. That don't mean nothing. Time don't mean anything except just that it's been some time, but mm -hmm. you haven't proven that you're down for me, that you believe in what I'm doing. I have friends that before the book even came out had sent me money for 10 copies of the book. That's my friend, not somebody that's going to be like, are you going to send me a copy of your book or not? No, I'm not. You're going to buy the book, be right. my friend, buy right. the book for me, support me, you know, or you have those people who didn't support the book at all. like didn't show up to the, the book event, nothing. You don't mean me well. A true friend, whether mm -hmm. you label her a sister, a sister, girlfriend, whatever, mm -hmm. is somebody who's going to show up for you. And right. One of the things about me, like when I'm having a bad, if, I, if I'm going through a bad space, I pull back because I don't want my energy tainting anything that you're going through. Mm -hmm. And one of my girlfriends said to me, she was like, first of all, Tima, don't do that because you don't need to be by yourself. She was like, I'll check with you if you can dump on me or not. So literally when she calls me, she'll be like, how you feeling today? How's your energy? Can you handle anything? Can I share something with you that might be you know, negative that I'm going through? If you don't have it, the capacity, then we could talk about something else today. Like mm -hmm. that's a friend because she cares that I'm a mom, a fiance, a business owner, and still a full-time employee. I can't handle all your drama and my own. So mm -hmm. sometimes I just, it's not that I don't want to be a good friend and be there for you. I literally can't carry nothing else. Mm -hmm. That to me, that's a dope friend. And so I have girlfriends that I've known for a year or less and some that I've known for 10 years or more, but it's really just knowing where you are in life and the kind of the support that you need around you and the type of support that you're willing to give. Cause some people don't need to be supported. They need to be carried. And when you can't carry them, you not their friend. No, no, no. I'm here to support you, but you won't carry yourself. And right. so they look at you as like, Oh, you're not being a good friend. No, no, I'm not being an enabler and I'm not carrying right. you. as your friend. I'm telling you, you need to stop. You need to grow up. You need to do this. Don't talk to that man like that. Don't keep them kids from him. And some women don't want to hear all that. They don't, they don't want to be told you dead wrong right now for that. That's you know what I'm saying. The way you acting is nasty. But well, don't take his side. No, no, I'm taking your side, and I'm telling you because he could pop you in your mouth. But I'm trying to save your life. You right. Just talking to him like that. Right. So, again, and some people ain't ready for your kind of friendship because I know mm -hmm. my friendship is wrong. I'm the type of friend be like, all of that is not cute. Take mm -hmm. that post down. Mm -hmm. You doing the most on social media. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of friend I am because right. I'm thinking about you 
beyond this moment where you angry i'm thinking five years from now when you're building a business and people are archiving when you used to talk like this and try to discredit mm -hmm. you so it's like no take it down we don't even act like that yeah because so, your yeah. sisterhood should be able to bring you in like yeah, bring yeah. it in sis like focus is bigger than you purpose is everything is bigger than you some yeah. people don't want friends they want fans mm. Well, but my thing is, I see Girl. they'll be like, oh, stop getting mad that your friends don't support you when they're strangers that do. But I don't like that post. I really don't like that post because I don't feel like lack of support and friends go in the same sentence. Like, come on. Why should I expect more from a stranger than I do from my friends? I think that doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. And anybody who, when I now, when I see that, I'm like, you're just not a good friend. Don't try yeah. to justify it that, oh, just go to a stranger. Yeah, and that stranger will be my new friend, and you will be the stranger. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> I treat the people who support me are the people who I hold near dear. That's what makes you a friend to me. And if you are a stranger and you're already showing support, you're that much closer to being a friend. And that person who doesn't is that much closer to being an associate or a stranger now. Because I don't yeah. need that type of energy around me. Even when, and then when you're justifying it, like, oh, I don't have the support, then you don't want to be my friend anymore. Right. right. Mm -hmm. I don't, it's, it's that simple. You can just tell the person, I'm not your friend anymore, instead of trying to justify that, oh, I don't have to support you. And da, 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 da. okay, well, bye. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, I get, I get this like all the time and I'm learning. Like, I have to stop. I used to, I used to be like beating myself up and like trying to force myself, oh, you got to call them, you got to send a text. And I'm like, why? Because guess what? Just like you mad that I ain't called you, clearly you haven't called me either. Phone works both yeah. ways. So it's exactly. like, but I'm not over here in my feelings. And right. thing, I'm not not in my feelings I don't care. I'm not not in my feelings because I've been so busy I didn't notice. <laughs> so it's oh. not even, you know, and that's not a that's not a shade, but it's mm. like maybe you should be more busy. Mm. And that's what it is. People who don't have they don't have anything that they're working on. It leaves them much more time to be in their head, to be in their feelings, and to be in your DMs with foolishness. Like, mm -hmm. and and for me, how I gauge friendships—not just your support, you know, your transparency and honesty—but how do you protect me when I can't protect myself? Right. Like, if you bringing me drama that you heard somebody else say about me, like my friends, I'll use Mel as an example. Mel and I go back since. 12, 13 years old, growing up in church, getting in trouble for talking and, and gum chewing in the pews, okay? If she gets some drama, not only is she going to shut it down where it came from, I'm never even going to hear it. hear about it. She That's ain't even going to tell me because she's going to take care of it. of it. Right. Like, come on. Like, why are you, don't, first of all, y'all know if it was Tima in y'all face right now, y'all would be much more humble, so calm down. Right. Secondly, right. go ahead with that. And it's the same way with me. If I hear any drama, I'm like, you know what? Y'all should y'all should probably shut up because you don't know what you're talking about. But thanks anyway. And I'm not even going to tell Mel that I had that conversation because I took care of it. That's a friend to me. Yep. Don't be like, well, I just thought you want to know so-and-so talking about you. I don't care. Right. You shouldn't care either. Right. So that there, to me, that's my friend. Because no. mm -hmm. the friend move behind that is after you check it, then you go to your friend and be like, um, you probably should watch how you move with this person. Right, so, right. But anything else beyond that is handled. And right. so people don't see that. And I mean, and like you said, it's like, Natima said about the friendship, like we've known each other since like 12, 13. And she and I was just having this conversation the other day that it's funny how we are way closer now than we were back then. Like we've yep. always been cool and cordial, right. but the magnitude of our friendship has happened in the last, 
I want to say what five years? Five years or so, yep. Is when like we got really, really close. And I'm like, I've known her since we was kids. Right. But the thing, I'm like, I didn't, it's not like I'm sitting here like, well, why are you gonna be my friend now? It's like, listen, it happened when it was supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I have friends like that. Like you got people that we've been really, really close, and then like we don't speak for a long time, and then y'all come back and it's like it's like, okay so whatever you was going through in your season and my season whatever was happening our energies didn't didn't need to be there so yep. we had to take a break that don't yep. mean i don't care i don't love you but people get so people get so caught up in themselves mm -hmm. and and like well me me well you're not talking to me or this or you don't have time for me and it's like ma'am ma'am or sir right <laughs> bigger than you right, right. It's bigger than you. Yeah. And if you, if you were really my friend, and you really cared about me, I know you did. If you were really my friend and you really cared about me, and you knew me, that's the thing. A lot of people think that they're your friends, but you really don't know me. Right. So I can't. If you don't know, if you knew me and you know me the way you think you know me, then you would know who I am as a person, and you would know. I ain't moving like that. Or right. Personal. Or or you'd be like, "What's up? She off today." Like mm -hmm. I got friends that when I walk in a room, I don't say a word. They be like, "What's wrong with you?" Right? Mm -hmm. They know what's up. I be like, "What you mean?" They be like, "Nah, your energy off." They was like, "I felt your energy when you walked mm -hmm. in." Right. What's the matter? Yep. And I don't gotta say nothing. And they don't, it's not. Oh, why are you giving me an attitude? Or why are you act? They they like all right. You off. This is not who you normally are. What's wrong? Mm -hmm. And that's friendship. Mm -hmm. Like that's friendship. That sisterhood. It's like the your first in, in knee jerk reaction is not you why are you acting right. like it towards me why you it's like what's wrong with my friend because right. not who she is right what's wrong no with my heart. sister because she off mm -hmm. those people i want around me not right. the first when the first question is is you i right yeah that's I, so true that's one so thing true. i feel like about me i'm always thinking about am i being a good friend that for mm -hmm. the longest time i was starting to real i'm starting to realize now that I never paid attention to if they were being a good friend to me. Wow. And I'm like, now I'm like, it's it's funny that so many people, because I've made them feel so comfortable, so confident that, oh, she's always going to be my friend. She's always going to be checking on me. She, it's like they don't feel like they have to do anything for me because I've mm. made it so normal for me to just, are you okay? What's going on with you? You mm. see all, you know? I'm not paying attention. Like maybe they just weren't my friend. Like I'm right. always off with them, mm -hmm. but what's going on? Yep. <laughs> like, why are you not checking on me. Exactly. That one started when you say no, or the first mm -hmm. time you're not there. Right. The people that you be there for every time they call you, you there, you there, you there, and then the one time they call you, like, look, I can't today. You ain't yeah. there, They questioning your loyalty. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, but I'm like, like Talia said, Talia said earlier about expirations, like. I realized there were some friends that the friendship was created in like a season. So it's like we both had trauma going mm -hmm. on. And so we connected in our trauma. But mm -hmm. I healed and she's still stuck in her trauma. Right. And so now the friendship is off. And it's no different mm -hmm. than like, oh, we both broken over a relationship. So we become friends because we both complain about our ex. But then mm -hmm. I heal and move on and fall in love again, and you still stuck on the ex. Like, right? Friendship don't work no more, and that's mm -hmm. what I think is so dope about our connections. Like, especially like Mel was just saying, we've known each other since twelve or thirteen, but our friendship really blossomed and got real close in the last five years because we connected in greatness. Like, we connected in our purpose space. She was walking in her purpose; I was walking in mine. No different than when we date. 
you want to date someone who's walking in his purpose and you're walking in yours so that right. connection is lasting right whereas when you, you know what i'm saying it's no different than friendships i don't want to be connected with somebody like you ever got them friends where it's like all they want to still do is turn up at the club, go to the hookah lounge. And it's like, you know what? Right. I got to kind of got work deadlines and I got a book to put out. I ain't right. ready to for this life no more. It's mm -hmm. not that you think you better than them. You've outgrown that. But mm -hmm. at one time, that was what we did together. Exactly. Not no more. And so right. that, that's, that's definitely where I was with a lot of my friendships. Because sometimes like, not talking or not having that friendship is not beef. Because there's a lot of people that I don't talk to, but I'll support, I'll post, I'll show up. It's not beef. It's just like, all right, so we just, time and season is just not what it is right now. So it's just like, they just got to understand growth is important. And mm. when you grow internally, so does your friendships. It should, it, it, you know, it should, it should grow yeah. with you and things like that. Now, let Terry use that this analogy. Like I know we always talk about that reason, season, and lifetime, mm -hmm. and he uses the analogy of a tree. And I'm telling you, I was like, that's the best explanation of people in their lives. And I just go by. He was like, you got a tree. He's like, a tree has leaves, branches, and roots. Mm -hmm. He's like, a tree has hundreds and thousands of leaves. Mm -hmm. He was like, but every season they they leave, they change. Mm, they was like, yeah, hundred thousand of them. He was like, the mm -hmm. wind blow, they fall off. If 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 the you know if the weather if it rains too hard, they fall off. If they don't get enough water, they die. Mm -hmm. Like they just they finicky. They there, but they serve a purpose. Mm -hmm. Right. In the summertime they give shade. Mm -hmm. you know, they serve their purpose. But they're like, eh. he was like, and then you got branches. Mm -hmm. He was like, you got little branches, you got medium, you got strong branches. And he was like, you know, there some of them, depending on how where you are, they're sturdy. He's like, but you got to be careful because some branches look strong and they're not. Right. Mm. If you put too much weight on, they'll break. He's like, and then you that got some that. that are real sturdy. You got some real sturdy branches that will be on the tree and they and they good and you hold on to them. And he was like, he's like, and then you got roots. Mm -hmm. He was like, a tree don't have but so many roots. He was like, but they are implanted. They are grounded. Mm, they are in there. He was like, they feed it. They provide everything the tree needs. Wow, that's good. Nothing else, not the branches, the leaves, nothing else exists without these roots. Mm -hmm. But there's only a few. Mm -hmm. And he was like, that's what he was like. So you got to know. And I'm like, those are where you differentiate people. And he was like, you know, you got to know where people are. And you got to know what if they are branch, what type of branch are they? Right. Mm. Are you one of the thick, solid, you know, infrastructure branches? Mm -hmm. or you want the little twigs on the end that's like okay you hold you you hold a couple leaves but mm -hmm. you're gonna fall off mm -hmm. so that means you gotta you gotta do a, a sisterhood check you gotta have an advice like uh gotta check your circle check your core from time to yeah. time just to make sure who's mm -hmm. and when the leaves blow off don't cry because guess what next season you can get a whole new batch of leaves that's true yeah why are you crying the mm -hmm. only time a tree only time a tree dies is when it loses its roots that's it mm -hmm. It can lose branches, it can lose leaves, it can lose all that, and it will still sustain. The only time a tree loses its life is when you when you interfere with its roots. But why do you think it's so hard? Like, if you know something's a branch and you know it is what it is, like with certain things, like why is it so hard to like let it go? We let want it, fall. it to be a root. Mm. We want it to be a root because, mm. like Tima said, oh, I've known them for ten years, or you may have went through something really traumatic in your life, and they were there for that, so you feel like. Oh, I can't let them go, or I can't get. And so you try to make a twig, a branch, and you try to make a branch, a root. Mm -hmm. And then you wonder why the center of your tree is rotting out. They just mm -hmm. not it. They not feeding. They not. You, you try to make a branch a root, but guess what? A branch cannot bring you water. 
it can't bring water but to it only brings water to those leaves that's on the branch that's it so it's literally they're only that these people are only nourishing one part of you and so you're like you wonder why you hold on to this stuff and it's it's hard it's hard do you know what i mean like it's not easy like if you cut a branch off from a tree it's not to say that the tree isn't affected that means whatever i'm whatever amount of leaves were on that branch the tree lost mm. it'll never have that so it's difficult it's affected but we get caught up in trying to put people in positions that they are not sustainable enough to maintain uh-uh. facts so we get stuck because we try to put all this weight on these twigs and they keep breaking mm-hmm. and we like but i don't understand you a branch mm-hmm. you are but you're just not that branch right mm-hmm. and so it's, it's difficult like i've had friends that i mean that i had for years and we went through i mean like when i say called my sisters like be at my house eat dinner be at my house when i ain't there with my mm. saying family and then stuff happened and you gotta let it you gotta let it go and it hurts it's a wound but then i sit back and i look at then i like like jazzy was saying like what friend would they bring to you right. and i look at where i am now and i'm like what would this person be for me now i would still be spooning and giving and giving and taking away from mm-hmm. the things you know my business my things that i need to be doing because i'm so busy catering to the needs of i'm watering their roots and my roots yeah. are right wow good you know what I mean? it's difficult wow. like it's hard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's hard to, to to let go of people yeah especially when you have attachment especially when you're somebody that has a good heart and you care yeah. Cause yeah. you don't want to, you don't want to hurt anybody. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? We're not out here trying to like, oh shit on somebody. So mm-hmm. it's hard. And especially if it's somebody that has never, that hasn't done anything like overtly harmful to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not mm-hmm. somebody that hasn't done anything. It's hard to be like, but they didn't really do anything wrong. So, and it's like, no, and it's, it's not a bad thing. You're not telling them, get out of my life. Don't ever talk to me. I don't want you here. It's just like, I got to move you from here to there. To here. Right. right position is important for now, like i may be able to put you back right i might you I might get always back. evolving i need someone to keep up like if you're not keeping up with how who i am it's like how can i really call you a friend if you you know we're outgrowing each other like, yeah yeah that's so know, what we gonna talk about right i got a friend i went to college with and i promise you she we cool i don't got no bad blood for her but i'm like we don't got nothing to talk about Right, like, like, yeah. fam, you work at Popeyes. <laughs> no shade, because I'm right. gonna give me a chicken sandwich. <laughs> but it's no. like, it's no shade. But it's like, what are we gonna talk about? Like, you live alone with your mama. You work mm-hmm. at, at Popeyes. You're not trying to do nothing. What we? I can't talk to you about what I'm doing in my business. You don't understand it. Right. Right. Or like even friends that I have that, and then this is not a shade to anybody that didn't go to college, but like friends who like I'm known as younger that didn't go to college. There's certain things I can't talk about with you because you're just not gonna. There's get no it. relation, right? Yeah. It's not that I don't love you. I just mm-hmm. can't share that part of my life with you. Yeah. Like, I got friends that have never been married. I've been divorced. I can talk to Tima about stuff that I can't mm-hmm. talk to them about because they like, oh, can't relate, right? Right. Right. And so people get offended sometimes when you don't include them in everything. It's like it's not that I don't include you. You just don't fit there. Right. right, I can't no have that conversation, yeah. so, and, and I've done it. I've literally indulged them and tried to have the conversation with them, and they'd be sitting there like, mm-hmm. "I'm like, and this is why, 
Right. Right. Yeah. But it's okay to have different pockets of friends for different things. Because like yeah. I have my my go getter friends, you know, who own businesses, who who are about you know trying to be millionaires, you know, by a certain mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. Then I have my girlfriends that all they do is shop. Like that's it. That's what we talk about. Right. What the sales are, what's the websites, who got the new shoes. You know what I'm saying? And then I have my mommy friends who understand what it's like to have children, to be single. I have those different pockets of friendships. But like Mel said, something I won't tolerate is. I notice red flags in friendships like I do in relationships. And I'm not going to rationalize why you're a certain way. Like there was a young girl I used to be real cool with. I just didn't like the way she treated other people. And I'm like, I don't like how you treat other people. It's not enough to treat me nice because you want something from me. You want this friendship. How you respect others matters to me. And I mean, she used to like treat like public workers and, you know, people that do like, you know, blue collar jobs or whatever. Like she would treat them like talk down to them. And I'm like... I can't be friends with nobody like you because that that one time that was my mama you get what i'm mm -hmm. saying like my mother mm -hmm. didn't always work a good job like so i can't respect people who don't treat everybody with respect like, and yeah. i remember she was like well you're judging me and i'm like no i'm making a judgment call i don't want mm -hmm. friends like you in my life that's mm -hmm. not a judgment on you that's a judgment call on me because mm -hmm. i don't want somebody seeing you and thinking i'm the same way no different mm -hmm. than like you know i had a couple of girlfriends you know they was going through their little you know, whole phase, whatever, little thotty phase. Y'all go be that because that's not me. I'm right. looking for a husband. I'm trying to attract right. husband energy. All that thotty behavior, it just right. doesn't, it don't fit with what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. And so it's not that you're judging people, but you have the right to decide who's in your life, who's in your right. inner circle. Mm -hmm. My circle's so small, honey, it's polka dot. Like, and I'm fine with that. I am totally fine with that. But why is it that people feel like genuine sisterhoods don't exist? Like we have a dope sisterhood with the Diamond Riders where you're very transparent. You could be, why do people think that it does not exist? Why do people think, especially with minority sisters that we throwing shade, that we doing this and we doing that? When really, like, why do I people think there's a lack of confidence? Right. Like, they feel like someone's going to judge them maybe because they're judging themselves and they don't mm. want to be transparent. They don't want to say the real. Um, and then a lot of people like you could just ask a simple question or something and people will take offense or, you know, a lot of people are very sensitive because they haven't reached that level of self-confidence mm. or they're, or maybe they're not living in their purpose. So they don't have much to talk about, you know? So it's mm. like, I think you have to have women who are confident. I don't really like to, deal with women who aren't confident because then they're get defensive whenever you try to say little things that a yep. friend to say and it's just like you're now I feel offended because it's like you don't think I'm your friend I'm just trying mm. to tell you you know what a friend should be able to tell you but if you're mm -hmm. not on that level yet of receiving it then it's nothing you know I can do for you as a friend like you have to be in the space of wanting to be a friend and wanting to receive friendship you know other people in order to have that sisterhood that mm -hmm. truth mm -hmm. that's truth yeah it's an anomaly like this i mean the sisterhood and what what we've been able to accomplish within the diamond riders mm -hmm. that's not that's not the norm right it's unfortunately not. it's not the norm yeah. and i mean i had made a comment earlier when the TV said something, i was like listen not everybody wants friends some people want fans yeah and that's just yeah. true so it's like some people don't want you to call them out Mm -hmm. Some people don't want you to to help them grow. 
Some people don't want to elevate. They don't. Yeah. They're comfortable with who they are, and I'm, and that's fine. Yeah. But it takes a different level of maturity. It takes a different level of transparency. It yes. takes a different level of, of openness to be able to have a real sisterhood. Because if I'm really your sister, mm-hmm. I'm able to tell you whatever I need to tell you. Right. It ain't, it ain't gonna always be that part. Yeah. It's not gonna always be nice. It's not gonna always come across. It's sometimes it's gonna be raw and it's gonna hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but if, if y'all out there looking for yeah, if y'all looking for sisterhood, like and subscribe to Diamond Riders. You heard because that part, that part. Yeah. But you know, right. I need to add to what Jazzy and Mel said because I feel like it's a few things. When I ask myself that question, like why is it that women just don't know how to one? Some people are afraid of real friendships. They mm. immediately repel. They immediately like push back. Like, no, no, thank you. I don't want you in my space like that. Like Jazzy said, it's a level of accountability and lack of confidence. Mm. But I think women are taking their cues from media. Like you're taking your cue on friendship from loving hip hop and basketball wives, and them women betray each other on a regular basis. Showing models at each other, shade each other. That's not friendship. And so when you do come into a circle like the Diamond Riders or or any type of, of women-based, you know, communities, you have that in your mind that somebody's out to get me, to watch my mm. back. Don't let your guard down. I can't trust nobody here. And that energy is 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 evident. Like we can sense that that's your energy, sis. Like you don't want to be cool with nobody here. Mm-hmm. And so what I think is awesome, like Jazzy said, is every single woman in the Diamond Riders know who they are. Right. We know the gifts we bring to the community mm-hmm. and we are confident in what we have. I don't have what Jazzy has. Jazzy could jump on a website with mail and be like, okay, do this, move this, click here, do that. Th-. That's not my strength and I know it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not as creative as Mel and, and Jazzy are, but I do bring administration to the group. So it's like when you are self-aware and self-confident and you know who you are and what you offer is unique, you don't mind being in the room with other dope women because you don't feel like you got to shrink or mm-hmm. fake it or, you know what I'm saying, conform. You get to literally be yourself. Mm-hmm. I am loud and light-skinned. I've been like this my whole life. <laughs> it doesn't change. It's not going to change. It's probably going to get worse as I get older. But that's what I love about what I bring to the diamonds in any of my friendship circles. They know, okay, Tinga going to be loud and extra. It's mm-hmm. what she do. It's who I am. Mm-hmm. But I'm comfortable in that. But if Mel mm-hmm. say, okay, Tima, we're going to this event. You got to turn that New York down because these right. are businessmen and investors. I know how to put on my corporate hat and do what I got to do. Right. But I'm not offended if she tells me, Tima, I need that other side of you to show up tonight. Okay, mm-hmm. sis, thanks for letting me know. So mm-hmm. I think it's like like a combination of what we all said. It's like you got to know yourself and feel good around other women who know themselves. Yeah, right? because the dope to talk about the Diamond Riders just to to like they pull purpose out of me. Like mm. I, I felt like being around women, it was like, nah, you got that in you. Like I see it, I see the potential, I see it. Just tap into it. You got it. Write it. Mm-hmm. Write that. Do it. And it's like it feels good to be in a sisterhood, but they see it and they don't try to like dumb you down. They're like, nah, mm. no, you know what I'm saying? And that's the dope thing about the diamond riders and the sisterhood that we have. You know, it's just it's just really important to just have really good. A really good foundation when it comes. I to think it. that's why we all get along because we all came into this group with the intentions of healing and helping each other heal. We're not coming from a place of we're going to 
stay broken. We're going to just talk about the gossip and the negative things that's happened to us. We touch on it, but we're trying to heal mm -hmm. and we're healing each other with our stories and oh, our, our level enough. Every time one of us, like Talia, when you come in and you're shy and then you level up and now you're confident, that helps all of us mm. because it's like we saw your growth and we yes. know that if you're growing, we're growing. We're mm -hmm. all growing. You know what I mean? So right. if you have already made those changes, the sky's the limit for what we can yes. accomplish because right. we're all trying to do better. We're all go get like, you know, like the more I believe in the power of numbers, like coming mm -hmm. together with people, mm -hmm. you know, if we just feed off of each other. And I mm -hmm. think that's why we do well. Other women, everybody's gonna feed off each other, but if you're feeding off negativity and drama, that's not gonna help you. We're feeding mm -hmm. off the positive aspects of each other, and that's why nice. it's a strong um, friendship and sisterhood. Talk, mm -hmm. yes, yes. Shout out to the diamond riders, you dig? Oh my gosh, but I want to think. <laughs> like just like, but just real quick to sound like what Jazzy said, like that's that's the one reason why it doesn't work is because society has put it out there that like we don't we don't we don't we don't we don't help other women fix their crown. We be the first oh, right. We don't help them. So we be so to feel like, oh well, I can't have a friend that's cuter than me. Mm. Or I don't want to be her friend because I mean she got a bigger butt than me or she like it's like listen use your friend's big booty your advantage like listen get us into the right trick. um no, <laughs> i mean but we just so busy on like society has let us really be like you know we don't we don't boost our sisters up mm -hmm. it makes us feel like it can't be two of us like, right this you know, one for everybody it can't be two and it's in tv and media like you people look at it they always it's like oh we can't put two dark-skinned girls or we can't put two it's always like you got to be one or the other and so mm. it's like it creates this sense of competition. Right. To feel like we can't exist together. Right. And then you have, like you said, reality TV shows, which are so far from reality, it's not funny. Girl. And I'm like, and the funny thing is, I'm like, you, these people buy into this so much. I'm like, you do realize like, that all this is scripted, right? That is the like, most half, scripted half thing half on women TV. women will be at dinner later on. Right. Speaking of the check they just made from this episode. Like, they really don't, like, this isn't happening. They're doing this for a check. And we get so caught in this reality, like reality TV is the most fictitious thing. Mm -hmm. There's nothing real about it. Nothing. Not at all. But we feel like, Timothy, you feel like that's all of women always be backstabbing. And, and I'm like, um, you do realize you're watching a show full of women who are all getting their coin and getting their bag. And they couldn't get their coin and get their bag if they didn't do this together. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly so, that part. So it's like, forget right. what you're seeing and what they're showing you on TV. Like there was a read whole, between the lines. There was right. a whole call, a whole you know, a whole you know, script reading all that stuff that happened before. We, all right, well, who gonna? That's all put together. They have mm -hmm. to come together to do this because if y'all don't work together, nobody gets this coin. Right, right. Doing this episode, we ain't making no money. That's but we fact. don't take the time to look deeper into that. All we care about is the cattiness and the drama and the entertainment. The entertainment, right? Right. Right, and that's why women get caught up. We are so caught up in being who's who the media says we're supposed to be, mm -hmm. who we're supposed to look like, mm -hmm. or it's like you got to be either this real boss bitch, because clearly, in, you know, if we black and we women and we are and we're successful, we're bitches, right? Okay, or 
we got to be a video thought busting it wide open like that's it like those are your two right. options right and either way you don't have friends because if you a bitch you don't fuck with nobody and if you a hoe and a thought don't nobody want to fuck with you mm -hmm. so we're gonna <laughs> break it down right. come on, let them know let them know it's no not, that's real talk that's, mm -hmm. that's not it that is not the definition of women and it's definitely not the culmination of women of color right because we're definitely doing great things they sleep us, but they need to wake up because we it's about to be a takeover <laughs> like we're really doing great things taking over right <laughs> if you don't know you're gonna know so. you're gonna find out you're gonna find out <laughs> coming through with all this sisterhood right all of this but you i want all this yes yes well i want to say thank you guys for being a part of my show, the positive team on Sunday, Girl Talk yes. Monday. I love you guys so much. And I just, I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. For yeah. real, for real. I feel like today was, this was dope. I feel yeah, like this is this build some friendships. I needed this I conversation, think. honestly. Like, I, it's been on my heart a lot. Like, are these people in my season right now? Like mm. I'm through, I'm going through a lot of transitions right now, just who I am and what I want in my life, what I want to put my energy into. So mm. yeah, like just at my last show, I talked about this too. So, you know, it's been on my heart for a while. And I think just understanding the difference between the sisters and the friends and the associates mm. and, you know, just putting my energy into the people who are most beneficial to me. Like that's, mm. that's what the main thing. And then still being a friend to those other people, but I just don't expect as much from them. Mm -hmm. So Jazzy, tell them, tell the people where they could follow you. Let them know what are your platforms. Okay. Yeah. You can follow my uh, business page. Just my main brand page for the cash brand. I am cash icons. If you want to follow and see my personal life and more about what I'm, my hobbies are, you can follow me at I am Jazzy Cash. Okay, so, follow her. She's dope. Go follow her right now. Yes, yes. follow, follow her now. Right. <laughs> now get you some lashes. Right, right now. Right. right. Get you a Jazzy moment and change right. your whole life. Yes. I'm right. today, guys. Just the FYI, but I'm here because my sisters needed me and I made a promise, so I'm going to hold my word as I always do because your yes. word is everything. Your word is it your bond. Okay. It's mm -hmm. important. Absolutely. Mel, let them know where they can follow you. Well, you know, no. If you guys want to follow me, um, you can follow my personal page. Um, it's actually on the screen at her underscore the underscore MVP. And then you can follow uh, my business page at management MVP. And you can check out all the fun things that I'm doing, my bands and my scholarship program and all the fun stuff that gets going over here in the MVP management world. So definitely tune in. So go follow her. Right, follow her, absolutely. Yes, yes. Yes, Natima, let us know where we could follow you on your platform. Yes, y'all know I am so unconventional. I don't do anything the way you're supposed to do it. I got one page with everything on it. <laughs> I got mommy life, relationship, business. But you can follow me at Natima underscore Sheree to find out everything you want to know, business-wise, Diamond Riders, what me and the bay doing, what the kids doing, at Natima underscore Sheree. And that's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, the exact same at on that and then of course the tmachery.com
Well, again, so, guys, thank you guys so much for joining so me welcome. on my Girl Talk Sunday. I truly appreciate you guys so much. It's been such a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Definitely, I'm going to let you go so you can have your last minute moment with your uh, listeners. But thanks again. Yes. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Love you guys. Bye. All right. So that was an amazing show with uh, Girl Talk Sunday. Please make sure you like, you follow, um, and also don't forget to continue to hush and shine. Until next time, guys, it's your girl Tilly Elise. I'm out.